0: Things Unsaid, Episode 2, Jelly Sandal History. It's Paige. I was curious about how mom kept her journals for so long. I get the importance of her writing them in the moment when she couldn't talk to everyone, but most adults would probably be embarrassed by those being around so many years later. I got rid of my old diaries so long ago, but her journals were on our family room bookshelf near obscure history books and the Anne of Green Gables series like it was the same sort of literature. I just remembered looking at them once when I first learned to read. I didn't understand anything because I couldn't read cursive yet, but I loved to trace the letters and look at her doodles. Mom caught me and thought it was so funny, like I was treating it as artwork. But I got in trouble for climbing the bookshelf and knocking stuff over. She never hid her diaries, though. I even brought this one with me freshman year. I feel like she always wanted me to read them so I could understand her better. Communication has never been an issue between us, but it's obviously different than with Cole, who can relate to her better. Some daughter I am. So, I've got a plan set up to start looking into Mom's disappearance. I've been reading up on all of her journal stuff, and I'll record what seems pertinent to everything at hand. I've already had Cole send me pictures of the living room and kitchen, but... But back to the project. Start week three. I'm A. Paige Hebertson. Bandcamp coverage went well, and we got the last week of summer to ourselves. Hallelujah. Maggie and I rode our bikes into town and went shopping for new shoes for senior year. Well... She got Doc Martens for work, but the converse I got her nice and clean in such a cool shade of red. I know it may not last in such a dusty place, but I will be extra careful. We also found some jelly sandals that are so fun. Dad was upset I spent more of his money on sandals right before the school year, but these are going to be worth it. Maggie got a matching pair too, so we can try dressing up like doubles. I want Elise to get some too. It'll be like a thing for our group. Sarah Marie and her family are finally home. We saw Sarah Marie over by the Kilwins, and she told us all about her mission work in Guam. It sounded super fun, if a little embellished, but their church put in plumbing and helped restore school buildings and medical centers, not an unproductive summer by any means. Based on the pictures, it looks like she met a cool older guy, too. Or a guy she considers cool. I think. She always talks really fast, so it's hard to tell anything she's saying. It gets worse when she's excited, and Maggie can't really translate. Sarah Marie knows a tiny bit of sign, but usually I'd have to write things down during class for her to understand me fully. But she seems to have practiced more, enough that I could tell this older Guam boy made her really excited to say the least. That sounded wrong. She liked him. I use past tense because it's clear that she doesn't miss him much now that she's home without him. Sarah Marie's gotten much more boy-crazy in the past two years. Speaking of which, she said she's not taking as many honors classes this year. You'd think after working so hard to take classes with the grade level above her for two years, Sarah Marie wouldn't back off out of nowhere. Maggie's in the same boat, and I just don't understand it. If you can take classes that challenge you to learn more about the world, why wouldn't you? Well, Maggie says she needs more time for her family's hardware store. But she still doesn't plan on running the business, because her brother is already helping that. Sarah Marie, on the other hand, doesn't really plan on going to school much past undergrad anyway. I think her family is pressuring her towards the homemaker lifestyle, rather than college. The interest for boys is the only way she seems to be listening. But they both still have to get into college. Dad says it's things like this that make it good I can't run my mouth off, because high school can be hard for people who don't think before they talk. I think this year I'll perfect the smile and nod method. It'll make drama much harder to trace back to me. Sarah Marie's mission trip actually brought up some interesting hard news ideas I had been following earlier in the summer. There's been some conflict over in Guam, mostly related to strikes for fair working conditions, The U.S. is sending aid like it's some kind of natural disaster over there, but Sarah Marie said it's pretty peaceful. Even got a little offended that we just assumed a developing nation was violent until we showed her the newspaper clipping from this morning. But I don't understand how the ports are functioning so well, with goods coming in and out no problem. Even with peaceful strikes, which Sarah Marie insists they are, there won't be many people to handle the imports. Did the U.S. bring their own workers to pick up the slack? Seems like a thing we would do to show how capitalism helps in the Pacific theater. Or maybe it's because of Cold War propaganda that they're coming down so hard. Don't want another Vietnam or whatever. The papers aren't reporting on it too much, so I can't be sure. And as for issues on American soil, the drought in Montana is worse than ever, because now it's gotten hot. Not a single percentage of humidity out in the plains, and we can't even look forward to a breeze, because it brings cow stink along with it. It doesn't matter the time of year, because wind coming from the east always wafts the livestock smell. But the heat makes it feel thicker. Of all the senses to lose, I wish it had been smell on days like this. But the corn is still growing really well, thanks to the government's intervention. The Gazette said today most of the state is worried about food shortages and dust bowl repeats, but it's almost hard to believe when our farms are doing so well. The public can always stir themselves into a panic. But no matter how well our agriculture is doing, the aid provided to our county alone cannot grow enough to make up for the setbacks of the rest of the state. And that got me wondering where our crops get sent to anyways. I asked Elise, because her dad is a farmer. She said she has no clue where the corn goes, but it's not ending up at the grocery stores. That confused us both, so Elise agreed to ask her dad and some of the kids on farms nearby. More details on this as it develops. But I wonder if the corn has to go to one place for it to be worthwhile. There has to be a reason our county alone is being provided provisions to specifically aid the growth of corn while other areas are struggling. Right now, I'm working on writing my essays for the summer program at the CIA. Can't start too early, and the CIA is obviously very thorough. They asked for another response paper about my strengths and weaknesses. I've always found those sorts of questions really... questionable. Why do I have to tell my failings to the people I'm trying to impress? I get the point of showing I can learn from mistakes, but it feels impossible to make something I did wrong sound positive. That's what Ms. Ponce says we're supposed to do in essays and interviews. Guess I'm just jumping the gun but it's also a good chance to work on my handwriting and maybe even develop different handwritings, like a spy would. So that's all for this week. A. Paige signing off. End week three. It's interesting that mom mentions developing new handwriting. She's always had the most distinctive letters I've ever seen, always the same, even on old postcards I found from right before I was born. I had figured it was because she'd had to write so many things down as a kid to communicate with everyone around her who didn't know sign but her journals are full of her handwriting. And I can see where she tried to change it up a little, but it's all clearly written by her because she can't keep the changes consistent. She gives up a few entries from here, and her penmanship has been the same, letters that are easy to identify and emulate ever since. I hope she found a solution to the resume problem and wrote it down in one of these journals, because I would love to hear how to tell interviewers I've got a problem with authority and far too many cartoon references in my head. Oh, uh... Hey Shan, what's up? I just wanted to check in. You doing okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going okay. I'm putting my stuff in storage tomorrow morning so I can fly out right after that. Do you want help with that? Eli and I- I think it'll be okay. Brooke helped with most of the boxes and she's keeping the kitchen supplies with her. I paid for movers to do the heavy lifting. And Eli offered to drive me to the airport too. Ooh, Mr. Fancy Car Man. Look at you with your own friendship chauffeur. I know. I just have to put everything in boxes, which is just my own laziness. Okay.
1: It'll you're be fair. fine.
0: Don't say it will be fine, P. Paige, is your dad still in custody? No. They realized there was no evidence suggesting his guilt, even circumstantial. True, but he could He was been. at work and accounted for every day from before she went missing. Okay, so your dad's out of jail. That doesn't mean you're not going through a tough time. Yeah, it's tough, but it's not Dateline NBC. Even if Dad called it in. I'm not saying he did anything, but immediate family is always going to be the first point of investigation. You know that. But it's different when it's you. Exactly! I feel like we're starting to argue the same point back at each other. The joys of pre-law. But... maybe... could there have been something up between your parents you
1: didn't know about?
0: My dad is a good man. He loves my mom and has never... would never hurt... Oh, I met them last semester. I'm not saying he did. Need to be extra hurt if things had changed between them while you were gone. You know? I'm not accusing anyone. Sorry it came out that way. You're fine. I just think it's garbage though that like people can't believe a dad can actually be good through and through. Maybe fathers aren't always the problem or marriages aren't always terrible, you know? Shoot. No, I'm sorry. It's not like- I'm taken. This is a messy situation. Shouldn't have put my own stuff on top of yours. You take care of yourself and I'm sure Cole and your dad will feel better having you back. Paige, I'm here for you every step of the way. Don't try to go through it alone, Bee. You've got such great support here, especially for me. I know. I'll keep in touch with you and Brooke. Speaking of, does she have the notes from Tuesday? Ethics like- chem- I meant the logic problems, but that too. Oh, probably not. She's past failing that one. Oh, uh, really? I should have done that. Like that sort of stuff. Being a logical person doesn't mean I can remember the names for all these rules. Wait, rules of logic? I thought it was just like, what well, makes sense here? Mm, but that's hard to measure on a test. Nah, you give kids those logic puzzle books. Genius. <laughs> Thanks, I tried. You should be a professor with futuristic ideas like that. Ugh, could you imagine working with gross college kids for a living? Fair enough. <sighs> yeah, I'm like... Three college kids' worth of gross right now. Ew.
1: Okay, go take a shower and get
0: packing. I'll be over to help as soon as I finish this draft. You don't have to do that. But I will. But in case the draft takes too long, have fun at Ocean City. And with the internship, too. Thanks, girl. Take care of yourself. Take some breaks and get a job, too. Sometimes keeping busy really is the best thing. (laughs) Well, you'd know, wouldn't you? Okay, I better get going. Bye, darling. (sighs) I should start packing. This episode of Things Unsaid was written by Julia Wallach. It was directed by Annie Dillon. The part of Paige Gilbert is played by Julia Wallach. The part of Shannon Lee is played by Annika Braganza. Music, sound design, and editing by Daniel Farrell. Want to show your support for our show? Follow us on Twitter at UnsaidCast and Instagram at PageByPageGilbert for updates and bonus content. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. If you would like to advertise in our programs, feel free to message any of our social media pages. Thanks for listening.